It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I am your special guest host, Paul Wilson, a.k.a. P-Dub. And you are listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. You can catch the show on soundcloud.com backslash the Big Brother Jake podcast or iTunes, Google Play or Spotify. Type in the Big Brother Jake podcast and you can start being about it instead of just talking about it. Now, I'm sure everybody is sitting back going, what is going on? This is not Jake. What happened to Jake? And all I can say is don't talk shit about game of thrones okay 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 listen you can do the intro and you did a damn good job peter but nah don't be trying to influence my peoples and tell them they can't talk shit on game of thrones you're lucky i i swear to god you're lucky i didn't start the intro with the fucking music (laughs) you're damn right because i would have ended that shit quick Winter's coming. Winter has left, and nobody's happy about it either. Uh, have you have you looked outside lately? That shit is still around. <laughs> I'll say this: there's a lot of pissed off people right now, Peter. What happened oh, to your show? God. What happened to your precious show? It's supposed listen to be, to me. Listen, listen. Yes, I'll listen. Go ahead, honestly, go ahead. honestly, I have to admit to something, and one thing that you have that you have right. Okay, and that's it. And that is, you really shouldn't get invested in shows. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I'm serious because. The whole the the greatest part about shows like like Game of Thrones and any other you know long series uh-huh. is the is the creation of characters is the build up and the creation of characters the stories behind them right once you get to a finale the stories are over you know what I mean <laughs> yes they, they've all they've all reached their peak they've all you know accomplished <laughs> their goals you know what I mean maybe a selected few right. you know get uh-huh. get screwed over or die or something like that but for the most part that's the whole part of the finale it's like <laughs> You know what I mean? So it does suck. It does suck. They usually always suck. And and so I, I was not very pleased with the entire season. There was like maybe one or two episodes that I think I was like, all right, I'm, you know, that was good. Right. But, you know, they killed off the Night King way too quick, in my opinion. That like happened way too fast. Whoever the hell that is. Yeah. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. everybody, everybody wanted to see Cersei fucking get killed by the hands of somebody else other than some rocks falling on her. You know what I mean? So sure, sorry yeah. to spoil anything for anything for anybody, but uh, it, it's just <laughs> it was it was a letdown. I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of a letdown, and it sucks that you know it's gone. It's there's the, no more. There's two winners so. from the last season: Starbucks <laughs> and Poland Springs Water, because apparently continuity did not catch right. those two errors. So, and I mean, I know well, that 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 almost could tell you is how much they were over it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the crew even, was like, even, I'll leave yeah. it there. <laughs> I think even even though you're making buku bucks and shit as an actor, at some point I'm sure you're thinking, man, I'm over this shit. Right. Like, I'm over getting being this character and, and doing this shit. Like it's been a fun <laughs> run, but fuck it, I'm just gonna leave my Starbucks cup right here in this scene. You well, know? And, well, I mean, in the star, weren't the uh, writers or uh, they're writing the new Star Wars movie, so they're kind of like, yeah, like they wanted to do that. ten seasons and they end up only doing eight. Because they yeah. want to write Star Wars, and everybody's like, you know, forget it. Then here's my Poland yeah, Springs bottle. Stuff about there that. it is. I don't care yeah. no more. And, th- and th- that's usually the downfall of most, I think, like movies. You always have these blockbuster movies, yeah. and then the guy who was killing it is like, all right, I'm done, and someone else picks it up and they ruin yep, it. Exactly. You know right. what I mean? Because their vision is completely different. You know, and so, you know that that's that's part of the problem. I'm sure. You know, there was a rush to get something else out, and that cut into. <laughs> everything else that that really should have been put i mean that should have been the season of all seasons i mean oh it was all right you know what i mean god <laughs> it, it was i mean listen you're talking to somebody who was like you had no interest in it thought everybody who fucking you know who watched it was a little a tad loony a little bit you know what i mean like come on dude this can't be that good and i like this sort of stuff you know that's what's even crazy yeah right. like i like medieval shit i like science you know <clears throat> sci-fi stuff so to think that they, the two came together i was like that sounds stupid 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Hey, and guess then all what? Of a sudden, it I still sounds stupid. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess to some, I guess to some. But but for me, it, it you know, it, I took the time to sit down and watch it, and it, it, yes, it got me. Yeah, it took me. I was like, and I watched, you know, we, like I said, we watched the whole damn everything in like about two weeks. We just bam right. watched the shit out of it, and and see, it, it, I was hooked. And see, and I get that because. I was like that with The Sopranos. I was locked in. I love The Sopranos. Right, I've seen The right. Sopranos probably five or six times. The season where Tony was in Orange County and hallucinating all the time and he was the businessman and the finale was terrible. It's the worst ending in the history of television. All right? So I didn't learn my lesson, but I still watch all the episodes. Still. <laughs> right. Didn't learn my lesson. I get into Scandal. I used to post all Scandal Party. Oh, hashtag God, Team Jake. Love Scandal. <laughs> That ending was one of the crappiest damn endings I've ever I experienced. Posted. I was so let down. I was so pissed <laughs> off about it. I said, I'm never watching another show ever again. So then what did I start doing? Start watching This Is Us, okay? And I'm starting to get into it. Met the I'll little see. boy from This Is Us. You know, it was pretty uh, dope. Nah. It, it was all good. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get let down again. So guess what? Stop watching it. I stopped <laughs> watching This Is Us. I know the dad dies in the fire and he keeps coming back on reoccurring stories. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to get vested into another damn show. You ain't going to sucker me in. I promise you that. <coughs> Rant over. <laughs> but yeah, no. The, the only other two shows I'm really like pretty hardcore into right now is uh, Billions, which is uh, Showtime. Okay. And, uh, and The Shy. But then Jason Mitchell just get in trouble. Easy E, the guy played Easy E in um Straight Outta Compton movie. I heard he just got kicked off the show. I did not hear that. Well, I just the, breaking the news, my friend. Second, the second season just ended. Okay, well, so I, maybe maybe it happened. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Spoiler part alert. Of the reason why they, or whatever. <laughs> but they had a full. I mean, it was a full scene. It wasn't like a lot of episodes, but still, it was right. a, it was enough for. Well, he's off that, the show but, now, and his management wow. dropped him. Because he was accused of uh, sexual harassment on the, oh, on the set. Man. Hate to break news wow. like that, buddy. But yeah, so he that he trying to be that's easy a good, in real that's life. A good show too, man. That's yeah, a really so good show I, too. that's what I, I haven't seen it, but I heard you know he was one of the main characters. I yeah. loved him in Straight Out of Compton. I thought he was he oh, did yeah. easy real good. He's oh, a good for actor. Sure. But it. yeah, but uh, apparently there's enough evidence where his management dropped him. Damn. His management yeah. dropped him. So, yeah. And that's the thing, man. Like, I can't get vested. There's a show that I used to love watching called Southland. I don't know if you ever heard of it. it was I like, heard of it. Okay. Never watched it. Was like it was like the LAPD. It was a great yeah. show. It was well written yeah. and everything. Fully vested in it. Binge watched it. Loved the show. What happens? Season, I think it's season four is about to start. They cancel it. No good ending. No nothing. Left hanging. Married with children. Was it 11 or 12 seasons? Love yeah. Married with Children. <laughs> Crappy ending. Didn't get a chance to do a, a, a perfect ending to that show. So you know what? I'm just going to say this, man. I'm done watching shows. I'm done being invested in shows. It ain't going to happen no more on my, on my watch. Ain't going to happen. I watch basketball. I watch yeah, football. Yeah, stick to sports, right? Yeah, stick to sports. And we're gonna, <laughs> next segment, we're going to get into that. Next segment. Because I know mainly we got together on a special edition of the Big Brother Jake podcast because Magic Johnson, Stephen A., Rob Lowe, I mean, oh. Rob Palenka, we got a lot to discuss on that, and and, wow. and, and that's why I wanted you on the show, yeah. and we're going to get into that, and we didn't even mean for this segment to happen, but damn it, I'm going to get into it here, so don't worry, P-Dub's going to break down Magic Johnson, and I, I, I want his opinion on everything, too. Now, with that being said, yes, I'm sticking to sports. I won't even watch reality shows, you know, because I love The Biggest Loser, like, that was my inspiration to get my fat ass up and work out during the commercial breaks. And guess what? They canceled that show because it's fake. They found out everybody was taking pills and doing all these weird <laughs> exercises. To Who the hell loses 18 pounds in a week? Yeah, uh, come on now. And I, But I'm like, oh, well, you know, he's fat. He worked out. He, he worked out really hard. Oh, he lost eight pounds this week. Oh, that's normal. I can't even lose two in a week. I mean, I, and I'm 43, so I know my metabolism's slower. But like, I can't even get into shows no more because even my reality shows. And I ain't going to watch no damn Kardashian show. You can forget that. Kiss yeah, my me, ass. Yeah, me too. I ain't I'm watching not, Real Housewives of nothing. I ain't watching real hip-hop, this and that, Black Ink. I ain't watching none of that crap because it's all fake. <laughs> it is entertaining, though. Like, anytime, like, TV <laughs> is boring, 
Like, you know what I mean? Like when I'm flipping through and I'm like, it's the same movies on TNT and it's, you know, an FX and it's the, you mean you can't you watch know, kindergarten sh- cop again. Th- there's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no shows on or anything. It's like, those, right. those are the best shows to actually just click on for maybe about five or 10 minutes is, you know, your Kardashian <laughs> and your, I'm serious. They're entertaining. It's just uh-huh. in that, in that sense, but what is- I cannot, there's I only, cannot sit there and watch a whole episode or bro, get into it like a series. Bro, there's only Not one happening. there's only one show I could watch with Kim Kardashian, and I won't say it, but Ray J <laughs> Ray J and Okay. But it, <laughs> but, but it don't start any other family. <laughs> <laughs> How is it two people in a video and one made millions and the other one just took a, a cut? If I'm gonna put myself out there, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go there right now. If I'm gonna put myself out there like that, I'm gonna get paid like a Kardashian too. Right? You're gonna write me a million dollar check. Now, mind you, I know he's doing like headphones or something like the, some kind of electronics or scooters or something. Well, isn't he too like an executive producer on now? All the uh, on the some of the shows that are out now. Yeah, I yeah. know he's still in one. Some, but yeah. he's like an executive yeah, producer on yeah. the show now. And, and he has like an electronics company. And he's he's it's worth yeah. like. 10 billion 10 million dollars so i mean he's getting his money but them kardashians in the hundred millions near billions yeah. some of them billionaires right. and and yep. they both were in that video yeah they both were in that video and he got a million dollars that's a <laughs> lot of money but compared to a hundred million or a billion yeah you ain't you got screwed <laughs> literally but like literally yeah <laughs> i'm sure. saying but yeah, I can't watch them shows, man. I can't watch any of them. Me like I, I like those ones, you know, like the fishing shows, or was it? Um, oh, those guys that go deep sea fishing. I forget the name of it. That one's pretty dope. But then it's like the same thing every day. Oh, we're gonna go fishing in Alaska. Oh, we're gonna go to South Alaska. Yeah. Oh, off the coast <laughs> of Nova Scotia now. Like, okay, you're in the water fishing. Oh, yeah. and by the way, you got capsized, and all the crabs got out the cage. <laughs> but it's entertaining. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> there's some I just can't get into. Like, I don't know, man, but I'm taking a stand. I'm sticking to sports and I'm sticking to like the news because I, I can't vest, get vested in any more of these shows. So I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to go back and watch Game of Thrones. I don't care what anyone says, especially if you got a whole season that sucked and everybody anticipated for 530 plus days and it didn't turn out right. Like, why the hell invest my time in that? Well, that's that's the only season. Let me let me say that in my personal opinion, uh, the last season was the only season that I really thought came up short. But maybe that's because we all knew that was going to be the last season. So you're not going to be probably completely satisfied. Apparently regardless. not. People just so, stop but, caring. But <laughs> but at this point, I, I don't think you should watch it. Like either you got to be in totally into it, invested into it to want to watch it or you don't. There it can't be one of the, it can't it can't be like oh let me sit down and watch an episode and let me just you know and say I watched it like no <laughs> like, you we'll know be one I mean? of the like, cool kids <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise anybody to do that you know okay so. well since you said that I mean I wasn't gonna do it anyways but I'm still gonna take your advice <laughs> <laughs> did you learn a, did you learn a lesson oh. from that Paul yeah <laughs> what, what's the lesson to be learned about watching. Get invested in the show, and then it sucks the uh, last season. Be prepared. Just be prepared to be disappointed. You know, at some point, you're going to be disappointed. It's not going to be what you want it to be. So I could apply that to so many other parts of my life. Right oh, now. Could but you? I won't do. Right. I won't say anything else. Yeah. But, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So <laughs> we've established that getting into a show is not good for you, and it's a waste of time. P. We're moving on to the next segment, all right? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. You're listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake Buttercast. Bye, everybody. Oh, man. Okay, enough Game of Thrones, Paul. We ain't talking Game of Thrones no more. That's not why I had you on, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad it ended that way because now I can just rub it in your face. <laughs> well, that's kind of mean. I shouldn't say that. You came on. Uh, oh, did the check clear? By the way, did you get the check for the last time you were on? Uh, I did. By the way, I did. Okay. Did so it, it, it didn't bounce yeah. this time, right? No, it did not bounce. Okay. Probably because it, probably because the people backed it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, go the GoFundMe page the is go- still in effect. <laughs> well, that's contingent on a. <laughs> have you have you thought about coming out of retirement yet? 
I have thought about it. I never saw the results. It was one, no, no, no. It was one hundred percent, and I'm not kidding. I posted it on my Instagram <laughs> story and a Big Brother Jake podcast Instagram story. My personal one, Big Brother Jake, one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred. I'm not kidding. I have Can the I stats to prove it. I'll put it up again. I'll put it up again. I'll put okay. it up again. All right. Because All right. you don't believe me, even though I have receipts. <laughs> but you don't. How the hell? I've known you. I, I actually, I actually do believe you. I'm just trying to wiggle my way out of it. No, in you, some way, you, shape, you, or form you, right now. Oh, look, okay, I'm not asking for a full song. Okay, can I get a hot 16 bars? That I pro I could probably do. Damn, I gotta like water down P Dub just to get. Yeah. <laughs> some of you's better than none of you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I can come in and just you know, yeah, I think I can <sighs> do that for you. Oh, uh, you think you can, huh? Yeah. Well, thank you. It's very Caucasian of you. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. Hey, hey. If if if, if little Nas X oh. and Billy Ray Cyrus, oh my God, okay, can, can be like seven weeks on the top top spot. In the what the hell is that about? Yo, let what, me tell what, you something. What the hell is that song, yo? What let is me this? Tell you something. Old Town Road. What the hell? Baby Shark ain't got shit <laughs> on Old Town Road. <laughs> Not in my house. Oh. Not in my house. What? My daughter, my oh, five-year-old okay. daughter, oh. does nothing but ask me to play that song I every that damn song. time we get in the car. I it doesn't matter song. where we're at. And she knows, even when I tell her, oh, baby, I can't get it. She likes, she's like, no, you, you, you look it up on Google. And you... <laughs> And you push, you know, and you push that button right there, Dad, oh. and it plays on the car. Like <laughs> I can't get around it. She knows. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. It, it, oh my God, okay. that that song is like it's a terrible song. I'm I'm sorry. I don't care. And people are like, oh, you should back him. He's a brother. No, the brother makes a terrible song. And I'm disappointed in Chris Rock for being I, in the video. <laughs> I give him all. props. I give him props for for uh, you know. It must have uh, been a nice uh, check <laughs> for getting into the. The cowboy, you know, uh, section and, and making a buck off of that. I think that's hilarious. Okay. As hell. Do, uh, here's my but, opinion uh, on that. Do you think it should be considered a country song? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Why? I mean, I mean, uh, why not? I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't think it should. I know it's. I, I know, it's, I know it's rap. I know it's rap. But if that's what that guy's kind of, <laughs> if that's the audience that's picked it up, or or you know what I mean, like if that's getting played as much, and he's doing concerts and he's looking out to a bunch of people in, you know, cowboy <laughs> hats and stuff like that, then I think he should have every right to be recognized in that category, just as much as he should be recognized at a at a rap concert. You know what I mean? If he's doing a rap, concert. I get that. I get that. But I, to me, so, I've listened to a lot of country music lately. Okay, because I'm trying to like expand you. my horizons. <laughs> Dude, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> hey, look. And I'm sorry if I'm pissing off all the all the country music people. Some people but that is one genre of freaking music <laughs> that people. will never ever. I mean, right now, what I'm playing in my car is borderline, <laughs> like pushing it. And if it wasn't for my daughter, I would. Uh, it would be hell no. Like anybody who would ask me to play that would be like, get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> I just so, said, look, man. It's it's a. I don't care what genre it is, but it's catchy. <sighs> that, that song is catchy, like, and, and most, and I'll give you this: most cowboy songs or most country songs are catchy. They are, though. I mean, no, I ain't go, the I pain ain't go that lie. you hear in these songs, like, damn, I feel you. But the then, pain. but then the the brother in me is like, <laughs> I know he don't like my black ass, so I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people I'm real close to that love country. I haven't asked their opinion on it, but to me, I don't think it should be a country song. It, it, because right. it doesn't sound like one to me. Because you throw it's Billy, got Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, okay. So what? Then Nelly did that song with Tim McGraw, <laughs> and they still gave him hell for that. And look, that ain't no country song. That has Nelly on it. What's that boy with the band aid on his on his eye for? What's going on with the band aid in the in the whole thing with the ribbity you know, racks? You know, you I know mean, that that is a, you know that is a side effect of listening to a lot of country too. Like I am now, I get out of that car. <laughs> And I talk with a t with more of a twang than probably already have, or whatever. After listening to that song for whatever reason, I don't even know why, but it, you know, happens, you know, because so. you listen to it a lot. Because I'll tell you a true story yeah. real quick, and we'll get back to this little Nas X. And first of all, <laughs> why are you using Nas's name? There's I only agree. one was, Nas. There's one I, Nas, and exactly. that's it. Exactly. Thank you. I agree. Okay, it's, it's like he. This is what he did. He got he got three different hats, and he said, "I'm going to pick three names, one from each hat, and that's going to be my rap name." So Lil is everybody's a Lil. Okay, bam, got that. 
What's my favorite rapper hat? Blah, 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 blah. Who's my favorite black um, superhero or, you know, black person I love? Malcolm X. I'll take X. Lil Nas X. Are you serious? No, you serious I'm, I'm serious. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> do you know, do you know, listen, listen. Hey, do you know the story of Post Malone? <laughs> no. Okay, Post Malone's name oh came from God. a rap, a app. On your phone, Shut it's up. called the rap. It's a rap generator. Shut it can up. punch. I'm not lying. That is the truth. He has told that story. Oh my! Post Malone. Post Malone's name came from a rap generator app. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Seriously? 100. percent Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I'm not bullshitting you. And I, I ain't lying. That's the dope ass name. Post Malone is a. <laughs> well, I thought he liked Moses Malone or Carl Malone or somebody. I thought you know, but then I'm like, no, nah, he's too young to know who those people are in the NBA. And then, like, he likes no, to post up in the paint, and he's no, wow, no, that that fool when he was making music and was trying to figure out who you know wow. his identity, I guess, as kind of a, just to see what would happen or whatever. Put some stuff into a rap are name generator si- app, and it came up Post Malone, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll roll it." Wow. <laughs> See, that tells you everything you need to know about this generation. I mean, yeah, so so not, when you were talking about what you were talking about right now, I was, I was like, are you, are you serious? Because it is very plausible that that is how fucking little these motherfucking mumble rappers wow. and shit are That's coming out terrible. with their names now. Now, I like, I will so. admit, I will admit with Post Malone, I like that song better now. I love that song. So, I feel his I'm pain sorry, in that my, song. He's my, yeah, even, even my daughter, like, we jam out to okay, him. Okay, yeah, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say I own all his albums and, you know, no, I'm going to no, go no. to his concerts anytime soon because I'm not. But I will say this. I'm not really a concert guy either. But Better Now is a dope song. You feel it? It's something you can relate to. I can't yeah. relate to Old Town Road. No. Okay? I can't relate to that. <laughs> How many brothers are riding our horses down Old Town Road? And where the hell is Old Town Road? Can anyone tell me where Old Town Road is? Anybody? Anyone. You know that you know that fool signed a fucking contract with Rangar? I saw that today. And he's getting hell. And this is what I'm mad about with my people, my black people. They're mad at this guy for making money. He signed with Wrangler. What, FUBU? He ain't gonna sign with FUBU. I mean, you go right. where the iron's hot. I own a pair of Wranglers. Not even gonna lie. My shirts are long enough you can't see it, but it's true. I own a pair. But I think the brother, you know, I'm not gonna knock his hustle. I think Hell the nah. song sucks. I love that he's making money because when he made Old Town Road, he had six dollars in his pocket. Yo, that I, I, I know. Listen, I think it's great. Wrangler yeah. is so associated with such a white culture, <laughs> right? That what's better than a black man <laughs> being endorsed by that? You That's fucking awesome. You're gonna That's try, awesome. You know what I mean? And you'll, you'll get some brothers and some sisters to buy some Wranglers. Hell yeah! It's smart marketing, and I good on him for that. But yeah, when he made Old Town Road. Right when he, right before it popped off, he had less than seven dollars in his pocket, and so props to him for being able to sign that deal. Yeah, I saw that today, and then I, I saw agree. the backlash for it, and I'm like, yeah. "What the hell, man?" That's, That's what I said too. I was like, "Really? People are fucking hating on you for yeah. getting a jean contract? I mean, because your because your jeans don't say Sean John, <laughs> you know right. or something like that's crazy. You yeah, know what I mean? like give that dude props. He just got into a market that was probably." No one ever thought you could probably even get into it. Exactly you know right. I mean? So, no, props to him. But the, yeah. the song is whack, yo. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, well, like, no, like, most artists that, like, most artists, like most artists that come out with something like that, your next shit better be on point, too. You know what I mean? Well, you know you what? Just I, gonna... I would not ever mind, even at my age right now, being a one-hit wonder. I will take I being a one-hit wonder. Because you. you ain't I never. too. Because, like, I had a chance, a true story. I went and I did this. There's this run that Nike used to have called the Run Hit Wonder. Okay. And it's a bunch of one hit wonders while you run and you run in a six mile loop or 10K and you have one hit wonders playing. It was like Young MC. It was like um, uh, Flock of Seagulls and Vanilla Ice. And <laughs> true story, I was running by myself and he stopped and took a break. And I'm like, yo, man, I- I'm glad that you're here doing this. He's like, yo, I appreciate it. I was like, how does it feel to be a one-hit wonder? This is not a diss to you. He's like, nah, I don't take it as a diss. He's like, if all I had to do was make one song and never have to work again, I'd take this life over anything else. And then I asked him about Suge Knight, and then his people like pushed me and said, keep running. So I, I can't get the Suge <laughs> Knight story where he hung him over the balcony because there's two stories on that, and I want to know the truth. So you know me, I'm going to always push the envelope, and I couldn't, I couldn't get him to answer the Suge Knight question. But yeah, I mean, good. if Lil Nas X, Y, Z, one, two, three, 
has this one hit and he makes money off it, good for him. Yeah, this song sucks, but good for him. And I, I love seeing people get well, the shit. money. Coolio and all those fools—they pretty much tour all together and yeah. just <laughs> do those one songs and just make shit of money. Like they're still, you know, living pretty decent just off of that. I, I heard. I, I bet Coolio at the Clipper game at halftime got a picture of him on my wall in the studio. He and I. Yeah. <laughs> and he sang "Gangsters Paradise." I'm like, do you get tired of singing that song? He's like, nope, because I don't get tired of cashing them checks. So right. I was like, damn. Well, I was here that most uh, of so those artists are like really big over in Dubai. Oh yes, like, Dubai is like what the they Dubai, should. Yeah. yeah, like they fly those fools over, make the and pay them just tons of money to do concerts for them. And shit, exactly. So. You see, like uh, you know, um, old school rappers like Bone Bone will do any yeah. Bone will do any concert. And quite frankly, I'm getting tired of seeing them. Like anything that has to do with smoke, the word smoke and festival, <laughs> they're there opening up for Cypress Hill. <laughs> Am I lying now? No, it's facts. And you know I'm I'm telling the truth. Like everywhere you go, it's like <laughs> it's like uh Smoke Fest 420 in Denver, Colorado, featuring Bone Dogs and Harmony, Cypress Hill, and maybe Dub C. Like, you know, <laughs> you know. Right. But it's like same thing, but hey, they they cash in their checks. I ain't gonna diss Cypress Hill. I love Cypress Hill. And I love you know, but then they're not one hit wonders, but like, and Bones not no. either. But it's like, yes, they got those what, those older groups going over to Dubai and Lil Nas X. Be ready for that, because in about ten years you'll be there too, and you'll be doing those <laughs> tours. And I shouldn't be dissing, because I've been making music for twenty five years. Ain't nobody. I got one release that was big in France for like a week, <laughs> and I ain't got paid off it yet. But I'm not gonna out my homeboy. Oh. Keep him nameless because I want to keep working with him. And uh, <laughs> but I get it. But I'm talking all that trash. But I'd love to be a one hit wonder myself. I ain't gonna lie. But that song is I whack. That song is whack. And um, my daughters listen to it too. And so I'm like, oh, what's that noise? What? Boom! Turn it off while we're driving. And like, <laughs> you know, typical dad move. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I'm that dad. And uh, they get mad. Dad. Like I'm not gonna pollute you with that. So then I play older music and they like it. Right. And that's how it should be. You know, like I can't wait till they can start listening to Cube. Like Death Certificate Cube. Not We Be Clubbing Cube. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that was a good song, but like, they need yeah, to hear. Listen, my daughter listens to that shit already. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's reasons why my kids can't listen to it. Like, I what, don't have already, a problem with it, but I'm just saying. You already you already hear me and your mother walk around the house talking. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter that you're hearing it off the radio, so. Well, yeah. Whatever, but. <laughs> I'm no one to judge. I ain't got a problem with it, but uh, I won't go there. But anyways, my kids should listen to it too. But moral of the story is, kids, if you have a hit, run with it. Get your paper. Yeah. Don't listen get to some paper. fat, lazy, losing 43-year-old trying to make it big on a podcast he's not getting paid for. Talking about, you don't want it, wonder. <laughs> don't listen to me because I'm going to lead his, you down the wrong way. With his best friend riding his coattails. Don't do it. <laughs> You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast with Big Brother Jake. Duh. All right, all right, all right, all right. I get it. I get it. I get it. Paul, I'm sorry, bro. Just you you struck a chord with me with, with that whole town rock. It's killing me. Yeah, and well, you brought it up, fool. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's your I fault. Did. I'm sorry. You I wanted did. to get the hoops, and your ass wanted to talk about Old Town Road, and then we go <laughs> talk about One Hit Wonders, and then I I got nerve to talk about One Hit Wonders. Like I can't even get one hit, you know. Uh, I can't even get like that song. I want one. Somebody buy my music. One. Anyway, Peter, as you know, my friend Stephen A. Smith. He's a friend, <laughs> and that's a terrible impersonation, by the way. But Stephen A. Smith was on with Magic. He had Magic Johnson on first take on ESPN. And our boy, and for the record, would just tell everybody out there, um, we've made it no secret how much we love Magic Johnson. It's an unhealthy obsession. Um, I think he's my father. I'm going to say that right now. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) Like, why are you laughing? You sure look like his kid in that picture. (laughs) Tell you that, much. Good lord! Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen 
it cracks me up when you when you're uh, around like people who are uh, you know decent size, like they're good height, they right? Got, you know, some good size to them, uh, and then they get next to somebody who's like really big, <laughs> and it's like, uh, dude, that it, that picture cracks me up every I, time. I, I, I photobomb my own photo. It's so funny. You it, look it, it so is. small. You I, look so small. Dude, I was on my tippy toes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Full disclosure, I've never told this story. And, uh, and we'll get to Magic Johnson because he's catching hell from everyone. Oh, my god! And gosh. I think the yeah. people will be surprised on my thoughts on Magic and yours. But when I met Magic that night, it was the premiere of Magic versus Bird. And I got to give a shout out to my boy Mike Pearson, a.k.a. Ty Eli. They never released this album that I produced. And then we did six weeks on it. Anyway. He was the one that got me into into the building. I got to walk the red carpet, which was dope. And all I heard was, who the hell is that? Who's that? Why is he walking the carpet? And I'm just waving. I'm walking the carpet. <laughs> I'm on the red carpet, everybody. Who the hell is that fool? <laughs> anyway, so then I get in there. We watch the movie. Magic went up. He was, at, he was right in front of the screen. So he was going to get bombarded trying to get out of there. And there's no exits because it was like one of the older theaters in Westwood, California, where they do all the premieres. I hurdled eight rows, and me, fat ass me, hurdled eight rows to get to him. I was like the third person to talk to him. And I couldn't find anyone to take my picture. So I just saw this guy. He was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I was like, Magic, can I? And I, could, I completely lied. I was like, Magic, I came all the way from Barstow, California right now <laughs> to tell you I love you and I want to take a picture with you. Can I please get a picture? He's like, why are you coming from Barstow? Like Desert Dispatch, man, but it's not on my credential. I forgot it. He's like, okay. And the publicist is like, he doesn't have time for your stories. I was like, this is Magic. I don't want a picture. And I started getting desperate. He's like, no, no, no. We, we'll, you know, we'll do this, man. Let's take, the, let's take the man's picture. You know, he's smiling ear to ear, real cool about things. And I take the picture. I had no idea. I just didn't want to blink or like mess up or come out fuzzy. Okay. And I was on my damn tippy toes. He's six foot nine. I'm five foot ten. And I even had like dress shoes on that night. And I was I, I photobombed my own picture. And I think that's what makes it funny. Like I look so giddy. My brother laughed at me when I showed uh, him the I photo. Would, I'd probably be crying. I know you would. I, I mean, if I saw, if I was able to get to somehow get to Magic Johnson, just shake his hand, yeah, take a picture, whatever. That that I'd it, probably lose my shit, dude. That's that that was that's been my idol growing up. Right, man. we I both was, love him, and and then the yeah. guilt kicks in. Like, damn, I wish P was here. Like, I really felt that. Like, I really wish P was here with me, man. I I feel guilty, and I was scared to show you the picture. Like, I was scared because I, <laughs> I know you, like, you've, you've never been jealous of anything. You've always been happy for me. And you I know, know you, cra you cracked me up because there's been a lot of moments where, like, you've had a, a really big moment. Like, you've met somebody uh -huh. or you were going to go to something. And I get this text, like, bro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, I don't want to tell you this, but I'm so excited. You know, it's like, it, like, I, it cracks me up because I'm like, what does he expect? Is he expecting me, like, yo, Fuck you! Don't ever call me again. No, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't expect that, but it's like, <laughs> and, and the thing is, you like you know me. You've known me since kindergarten. When I tell yeah. these stories or I post these pictures on my social media, <laughs> it's not to brag. You know that's not what I'm about. I don't. No, I know. It, I know. It's like I, know. I want people to be there with me. So that's the next best thing. A lot of people take it as hate and like, oh man, you think you're better than us? Like, how am I better than you? Can I take a picture of somebody that don't remember me in three seconds after I took it? I mean. I you know, me personally, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't get starstruck. Very you don't, easy. you don't. So, you didn't even talk so to Kobe like, Bryant at Disneyland. No. <laughs> and I'm like, day, why didn't you go up to him? And Joanne always like, he gives me shit. She's like, to this day, I still can't believe you just let him walk by. Yeah. I would have been like, Kobe, so, please. Two seconds selfie. It's just one of those things, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, they're bombarded. Like, yeah. all, especially like in that instance, like I know he goes to Disneyland a lot, but just by the way it looked, yeah, it looked like he was already being held up because his girls passed me first, and that's who you know I recognized. Right. I was like, wait, that was Kobe Bryant's daughter's right. and her yeah. wife, I think. And then boom, here he comes. So I was like, okay, he got held up. I'm not going to be that next guy. Yeah, I get it's that. like, yo, you know, and it was kind of dark too. So I was like, what a fucking sucky picture. This is going to be with the, <laughs> use the flash and just like put him on blast right here in the middle of Disneyland. And shit. <laughs> Kobe blind and get tackled yeah. by his security. <laughs> And yeah, then they take your phone and stomp it that out. That would be the picture. That'd be the picture. <laughs> that would be the picture that both of us have a fuck up look on our face. <laughs> our eyes are closed. 
something ah! of that nature. You know what I mean? I get it though, because so like, but like, magic, but magic. I don't know. That would be different for me. Yeah, I know. I that, I, if I could see him across the hall and think, I could probably get to him. I, I would make sure you, know you get I mean? to him. I would have yeah. my camera ready and make sure you got the picture. Oh, you know, man. because like, yeah, that that's the one thing. I can tell you all kinds of those stories. Like, you know, when I saw, I'm a name drop right now. I was at the uh, Cheesecake Factory in um, Sherman Oaks, California, right across the street from Fox Sports Radio. And I see a whole camera crew walk in. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I see, I see a familiar female, and she's already upset and crying. I'm like, they're filming a segment. And right behind her, the girl's name is Tiffany because Game was right behind her. And I'm like, yo, and Game is tall. He's like 6'5". Yeah, I've heard. I've heard he's Brother's like. tall. Yeah. And he's kind of intimidating. Uh, yeah, no, him. he's menacing. Like, he walks around like he's going to knock you out. <laughs> so I, I didn't say nothing to him coming in. And they looked like they were fighting. And they were getting it on um, that reality show that they were doing on VH1. All of a sudden, I see camera crews like, man, we can't film this. We can't film this. He's too pissed off. I think he's going to hit her. I'm like, yo. But that didn't stop me. So I went up. <laughs> I see Tiffany, and she's not talking to nobody. She's crying. I was like, yo, game, what's good, man? He's like, yo, what's up? I'm like, man, can I get a picture? Not today, motherfucker, man. I'm pissed. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm pissed, man. This bitch right here. Fuck it. I can't talk right now. And he walked away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I was like, "That's crazy, yo!" And the way he looked, though, I wasn't gonna ask him another question. Like, I I only th- fear three things in life. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth: God, the IRS, and Mike Tyson. Anything else? Maybe Suge Knight is three B, but like, I'm not really worried about nobody else, right? Like, I, I've been beaten up. Okay, I've taken an ass whooping, and I've given an ass whooping. Especially being a Navy guy, you're gonna take some ass whooping. But game was ready to dish out an ass whooping. He wanted to take somebody's fade real quick, and I'm like, I don't want that smoke right now. So yeah. But anyways, <laughs> here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> there is a story that's going to lead to our story we're going to talk about. I was at the yard house near Staples Center, and I was having um, lunch with Stephen A. Smith. Yes, I'm name dropping. St- Stephen A.'s a friend with my bad imitation that I was doing earlier. That's why I got sidetracked. We're sitting there eating. He's like digging into his food and out of nowhere, this guy just came and bear hugged him from behind. He walks around with no bodyguards, but he does have like this, this button on his watch. If he presses it, within the next 30 seconds, there's security that comes. Okay. Nobody's listening to this, so I'm going to say it anyway. And if he's in trouble, he could press a button and somebody will be there. But nobody showed up. <laughs> and so I had to be like, yo, get the fuck away from him, man. And he's like, yo, I just love him, man. I'm like, he'll take a picture with you, but you got to wait to let him eat. And I'm like, Stephen A, man. He's like, man, it happens all the time, man. I can't eat. I was like, man, today I'm, I'm the asshole today. I'm going to be the one that, like, pushes people away. He's like, I'll pay your bail. I'm like, word. So I got to be a punk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like the nicest guy in the world, bro. But at, at that moment, I was just like, okay, I'm going to be cool, and I'll just be mean to people all the time. Like, get away from him. He's eating. <laughs> but. Stephen A. Smith, on first take two days ago, as we record this, had his friend that he quotes, this is his friend, Magic Johnson, our favorite player, and my dad, and he came on the show, and he literally threw the entire Lakers organization (laughs) under the bus. Everybody. Everyone. (laughs) No one was spared. Not even the red coats that work security in Staples. (laughs) Nobody was spared from Magic Johnson's wrath. Now, I go on, and there's certain websites that are affiliated with the Lakers that you and I both don't like, okay? Yes. I'm not going to give them no pub on my podcast because they don't give me no pub, and I hope one right. of them's listening, and I'll gladly have them on this show and talk trash to their face. Now, I read those message boards, and you're active on there. You're getting everybody's ass, and I love reading your comments. Yeah. They're talking about how bad Magic is, how he's tarnished his image, how he's done this and that. How he's <laughs> so crazy. It's crazy. Now, these are Laker fans I know that were born after 1987. I guarantee you. Because they don't know. Everyone's talking this trash on Magic Johnson. And I know you're going to say your piece, and I'm going to make sure you, you, you say what you got to say. I'm going to make mine quick. I love Magic Johnson. The NBA is giving him and Larry Bird a Lifetime Achievement Award at the award ceremony because they saved the NBA. Okay. Now, now, Magic has done more for the Lakers than the Lakers have ever done for Magic Johnson. 
Okay, granted, because of them, he's been able to afford his great things in life. But he gave everything he had up until he had HIV, everything he had for that team. He played sick. He played with broken fingers. He played with bruised ribs. That man barely missed a game. Barely. And he did forget he came back. Came back. You're right. Exactly. And and still play. And still play. And had to deal and had to deal with all the misinformation at yes. the time on you know what I mean? Yeah, like Carmelo talking about I don't want to die and exactly. yeah, yeah. players that he thought were his friends kind of coming out right. showing that they're true colors. Yeah. He did that for the organization because he loved them that much. He didn't mm-hmm. have to go back out there and do that. And endure that, yeah. Yeah. And he did it in any way. So he took the backlash talking about oh you and Isaiah Thomas are gay because you kiss before games and all that stuff. Which I never got, I never got that. But whatever that's whatever. But what I'm saying is simply this. And to the average person that's probably listened to our podcast right now, it's ours because you introed it today. I'm saying this, and you did a good job. If somebody, you go to your job, say you go to your office job, and you have an agreement because it's your part-time job, and you made it a fact that it's okay with your boss or supervisor, you can work part-time because you can make money other places. I've done that before, okay? Your boss is okay with that. So don't tell me you're going to be okay with the time that you are there. You are brought into that place of work, that place of business, based off of your expertise of the job. So you know how to do things and you know what you're doing. You have the knowledge of what to do in that place of business. So to, be, to not be able to make a sound decision, to not be able to tell people, I think we should do this, and you get shut down at every angle, and then... The person you work with closely every single day that you're there goes behind your back and talks trash on you, your skill set, to people that aren't even in the building, you would leave too. Period. You would leave. You would not stay there and let Tommy from accounting talk trash on you. It ain't going to happen. Some sort of shit's going to hit the fan. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're going to say something, get fired, or, you know, or it's going to eventually come up. Exactly right. Um, so my stance on this, clearly this. Magic Johnson, I don't like the way he ended, like he left. He didn't tell his employers he was leaving. That's I not agree. cool. That's I not agree. cool. But for the reasons why he left, I have absolutely zero problem with him leaving. Zero. Zero. Because they try to expose him and then, oh, well, you know, Magic wasn't here. Magic did this. Magic wasn't a part of anything. I don't believe half of what Rob Palinka, Low, Rob Low, whatever his name is, says for one minute. <laughs> I, don't, I look at him and don't trust him. He looks like a snake. He was an agent, so I already don't trust him. I've dealt with agents working and producing shows and stuff like that. I've dealt with them. I've dealt with Rob on a couple. He won't remember because I'm so small time. That guy is not to be trusted. Like, if you ask, they, they did a like a secret, like, like tally of NBA GMs that trust him and nobody trusted the guy because they've all had to work with him. What are your thoughts on this whole thing, Pete? Well, first let me say shout out to Matt Barnes for stealing my fucking take. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did, man. You the, called, the, you were so mad at that, but you had every the right week to before. Be. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. I'm not lying. <laughs> That that motherfucker pretty much verbatim <laughs> yes. said exactly what I said on this show. I hope he listens to the podcast. You about, come on, Matt about three weeks ago. You know, if you guys go back, I've only done, you know, a few shows. And if you listen to some of my takes, I'm telling you right now, they were exactly what Matt Barnes said. Almost which word was, for word. Which yes. was basically, you know, what you covered, which was, you know, Magic already had explained not only to Genie and them, but he came out publicly and said, too, I'm here. You know, right. for two years, I'm going to get this team back on track yep. in the next two years. If I don't do that, I'm out of here. Yeah, he did say that. <clears throat> so he so he already had that in his pocket to use as a way to step down. Right. You know what I mean? With yes. the team failing to make the playoffs. OK, mm-hmm. he could have easily just u- use that right there. But, of course, some shady shit was going on. Right. And at that particular point in time, Magic had already been has already been hit with two tampering charges. Okay. Fifty thousand a pop. <laughs> yeah, a huge, a huge failed, uh, you know, trade for Anthony Davis. Yes, 
And now you're going into the off season, knowing that you have to make changes, right? Coaching changes, you know, and not just a head coach, but a whole staff, right? Okay. In the midst of that, you got, you know, you're going to have a high draft pick, you know, at least number 11, but you have a chance to move up. So now you got to start thinking, what do we do there? Right. I mean, there's a, there's a lot coming his way. And as a basketball president of basketball operations, I got to assume you have a lot of decisions that you're making in the midst of that, or, or at least, you know, um, you're coming up with decisions to make. Right. And if people are undermining those decisions, when the only person you answer to is the boss, you know what I mean? Right. I, I mean, I, I see where he's cut. Like he said, I, I have other businesses. I don't make the money that I'm making, you know, with, with this organization, right. I'm not making that type of money. So I'm not going to ignore those things. Mm-hmm. And I don't need this. I don't need this. I came here because I wanted to do this because I was asked to do this. You know what I mean? Yes. So my opinion, like, like yours, I don't blame him one bit for doing what he did. I don't blame him one bit for coming on the show and, you know, Hey, that's what everybody wanted to hear. Yes. That's what you were going to continue to ask him. Anytime you fucking saw him in the hallway was exactly. why did you leave? So he just said, fuck it. Let's just get to the point. You know what I mean? How do you, how are you going to diss somebody or hate on somebody for telling the truth? You know what I mean? That's exactly that's right. crazy to me. Now in every story, I think things get bent a little bit. You know, you add a little something to your side that maybe the other side's not going to add. Right. So I do take a little bit of what he says with a grain of salt, sure. but at the same time, you know, I think, you know, the gist of it was already there, which was, I'm tired of being the guy taking, you know, like Matt Barnes said, I'm tired of being the bulletproof vest. Right. I'm tired of being the guy that every time something goes wrong with the organization, my name comes up, your guys don't, but no one knows that you guys are sending emails back and forth to each other, talking shit about me. Right. No one knows that people in this organization are telling me you're talking shit about me. Nobody knows outside. You know what I mean? Like, these are all the things that, these are the little things that no one knows why it built up to this exactly. and why somebody of magic's magic magnitude said, I'm done. And, you know what exactly I mean? right. You, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how thick skin and magic's very thick skin. You don't become a billionaire by being soft hearted and hard on your sleeve. Yeah. That's why I'm poor. And he's a, but, I mean, he's also a guy that wants to win. Yes. He wants to be successful. Winning every, above everything else. Yes. He wants this to win. A, yes. He's a proven it, winner. It, and, and, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how strong minded you are. I don't care how independent you are. You are human. And you can only take so much people talking trash behind your back, being undermined at every freaking decision making that you do. It's going to take a toll. And then you get the blame for everything when everything goes wrong and when everything goes right. Well, magic, well, mm-hmm. he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, I'm t- I'm telling you right now. Yes, L.A. is a draw. Yes, the Lakers are a draw. LeBron blame. I'm sorry. I'll be professional. LeBron James. <laughs> that's your fault. I call him LeBron. LeBron James is not coming to Los Angeles if Magic doesn't recruit him. Because everyone's like, well, L.A. is a draw. Why didn't he go to the Clippers? He could have went to the Clippers. But I can't speak on that too much because I'm an employee. I'm just saying, hypothetically, he could have went to another team. He chose L.A. Why did he yeah. choose L.A.? Not because of Rob Palinka, not because yeah. of Jeannie Buss, not because yeah. of Tim Harris. He chose them because of magic. Period. He idolized the guy. And then he goes on the bar on that whack ass barbershop show. He had oh magic. He didn't say kiss my ass nothing. He just left. Well, find out why he left. Don't try to put him on blast so people will watch that stupid ass show on HBO. Have magic on your show. Right. He'll go on there and talk to you. You know, it was just handled bad all across the board, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. And and I always look at it as, you know, I, you can point the finger at him. Of course you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has blame. I mean, yeah, he has blame. He has blame. He, he's not not to blame. Right. But the bigger person here to blame is Jeannie Buzz. Yes. Man. She knew like, what she was getting into. Yeah, come on now. You offered this position up to him. You brought these individuals. You hired these individuals. You let this, instead of letting people come to you and whisper in your ear, why aren't you telling people, hey, stay in your fucking lane. Right. Do your fucking job. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, don't, I mean, maybe she is saying that and they're just not listening. I don't know, but I'm just, that's that's the thing to me. When an organization like this and the stories that are getting out, 
I don't even understand how they got to that point. Like yeah, you have ridiculous. that many people in your organization right now that are whispering yeah. and talking to media and, and you know, that you, that this is what's becoming of, of, of the Laker franchise. You know, I mean, right. you're talking about Boston and LA. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. is, you know what I mean? Story like, franchises. Exact story franchises, most NBA championships. Yep. You know, it's just like, it's crazy to wrap my mind around to think like, this is what's happening within this organization. Now, who would have thought I this think day would have ever I think came? They're making, I think they're making good progress yes. towards fixing it. I mean, of course, they're doing, you know, the typical PR thing, which is, you know, we're addressing it with textbook answers. Right. And, you know, and we're, you know, gonna, you know, just move forward and not and not try to get into this and stuff. But, you know, ultimately, like in every sport, winning is gonna fucking end this all. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It, I mean, if the Lakers get on the court and just start winning ball games, all this will be forgotten. Like, yeah, everything. This will all go to the wayside. And, and, you know, and and actually, people are, might even turn back the clock and go. You know what? <laughs> Magic was right. Yeah. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And here's maybe the, it was for the best. Right. I think you're right. And here's the other thing. Magic Johnson has so much money, he cannot spend it for the rest of it. Like, he'll die trying to spend all his money. His grandkids will die trying to spend all the money he has. What does he gain by naming everybody and telling the truth? What does he gain? So this is my thing. This is my thing. This is just my opinion. If I'm going to put everybody on blast, the only thing I have to gain from it is saving my name, like putting my name out there. He, yeah, but he doesn't care. If people sully his name out. Like he doesn't care because he has strong, you know, a, a thick skin. But my point is, why is he going to out everyone like that? For what? What does he have to prove that he's that's innocent? I, that's just my opinion. Like this dude has made so much money, and he's a he's a tough businessman. He smiles. Yo, I'm Magic Johnson. Da da da. Whatever. He's smiling near the ear. But that dude in a boardroom is cutthroat from what everybody says. Right. So he gains nothing by naming these people. He has he doesn't have to defend himself. He's Magic Johnson. Exactly. He doesn't have to go out there and defend himself. So good for him for outing these people. Like, yo, you're gonna throw my name in the mud? Oh, I'm taking yeah. everybody like Nino Brown in New Jack City. Oh, I'm gonna take everybody with me. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so good for him. Like, I don't have a problem with what he did whatsoever. And I, I even got like people. That sending me direct message DMs and like, yo, Jake, I, I think you're wrong. Well, why why are you gonna tell me in a DM? Why don't you tell me out there? I'll put my you know, opinion pe- out there. Pe- people are forgetting too. Like most most of these guys in their position, like Magic and Jordan, you know, these type of guys that you know pretty much bird. Okay. Yeah. Anything they do inside an organization was more likely done when they were playing. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So you're talking about another guy. Just like Jeannie, who was around, you know, Doctor Bus grew up around basketball her whole life. Yeah, who, yeah, and, and saw the way that organization, <clears throat> saw the way the organization was ran mm-hmm. under under him. You know what I mean? Right. And Mag- and Magic knew, like Bus made the decisions. He, he probably he probably knew that only Jerry West was the only fucking person that you know. Yeah, he trusted. Yeah, that he trusted yeah. and listened to, and then and decided, you know, what was best for the organization. Right. So. You got to look at it that way. See, people are just seeing an individual take a job and quit. Yeah, they're not. They're, they they don't see the backstory to it. They don't see all. There's so all the much stuff more. That we, to it. There's yeah, layers. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you got to take all that into consideration. You're talking about somebody who was probably looking at this organization from the inside and going, "This is completely different. It's dysfunctional <laughs> than the way Doctor yeah. Busted shit." Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, ain't fi- and I ain't feeling it. And on top of that, there's like this. You know, I mean. From what I always heard when Dr. Bus was around was the organization was family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything was family. Everything. And people were treated, you know, it, you never heard this whispering shit or all this, this talk like you're hearing now. Right. And the, that seems like what, to be kind of like the norm. It was such family, Paul. And I've heard this from people that within the, the organization, when players, there are certain players down on their luck, very popular ones, by the way, down on their luck, Dr. Bus would like, Hey, I'll just make you an ambassador to this, or I, you know, I won't even give you right. a job. I'll just give you the money because you, of what you've done for the team. Right. The NBA is not that anymore, and I no. think you got to get with the program. You got to hire yeah. people that are in the sabermetrics, which I hate that term, but it's the new NBA. 
You got to yeah. hire a salary cap wizard. You got to hire all these people. You can't hire somebody that, you know, got four points and three rebounds off the bench and his wife and try to run an organization. I mean, I totally agree with you. No, that's no, the f- no knock to the Rambis family, but I mean, I, yeah, it, it fell in New biggest, York with Phil Jackson in him. So, I mean, that is one of that is one of the biggest, I think, downfalls right now of theirs is that they are too committed. Yeah. To the to the people that have been part of the organization in the past. Yep. You know, what I mean? I agree. instead of just bringing in fresh new blood with new ideas, you know, that kind of go along the shape. It's like Vogel was saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. His two his two years in Orlando was basically his, you know science lab of trying to figure out yeah. the new NBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that has to go hand in hand with the front office too. You can't, you can't be running a front office with a 1980s <laughs> mindset right now. And that's it, what they're I mean, doing. You hit that yeah. on the head. That's exactly yeah, what it, they're doing right now. You have to kind of step up and do it differently. And, and I think one of the first parts they did, which is they got rid of the whole basketball operations. They never had that. Yeah. It's always just been a general manager. Right. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, you know, it's Rob Palenka. Right. So, um, you know, do I, I don't want to see us have another losing season. I want us to get back, back on track, but right. you know, it just sucks that if we do, if we start winning, we get a decent free agent, you know, Palenka is going to look like a fucking genius right? in this all, you know what I mean? And it, it's kind of, it kind of sucks on that matter because, I think Magic kind of started the building blocks. I agree. I I, th- I think they've they're probably even picking up where he left off in a sense. You know what uh, I mean? They just did, they just did, agree. They just didn't like the fact that he was doing it from home. Yeah, you know and what I mean. You hit it on the head. Yeah. I, 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 see, and, and not that I'm like nothing there, Magic. I when I worked at a certain organization, a radio organization, I worked from home and I got more done than everybody in the office, and people were mad because I was working from home. And you hit it on the head. I think just because he wasn't doing FaceTime in the office and, and, yeah. and sitting at a damn desk with and a, on phone, a phone all day, yeah, yeah, all day trying to recruit like an agent does, Rob Polinka, that he got more done in half the time and people didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So I'll end it on this. I'll end it on this because I've taken a lot of your time tonight. I'll <laughs> say this. And I'll ask the same question that my man Stephen A. Smith asked Magic Johnson. I know how much you love LeBron James, okay? <laughs> and where this organization's going. <laughs> While he's here, what, he has three more years on his contract now? Do you see him yep. winning a title in Los Angeles? I don't know. Why? I don't know. I mean, and, and the only reason why I say that is because, and I've said this before, father time is unbeaten. Yeah, <laughs> so It's undefeated you know for I mean? sure, yes. So in my personal opinion, what James is doing at the tail end of his career, just like Kobe did, okay, mm-hmm. is amazing. It's right. amazing to see these guys play at still such a high level after you know 15, 20 years. It's, right. it's crazy. It's crazy to see. And I and I totally bow down to those type of athletes. But I just think you're more susceptible to getting injured. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things are gonna. I mean, and we saw it. You know, he got a groin pool. I know that's a major injury yeah, and it's hard when you, know, you get older it's hard to bounce yeah, back from that. that exactly that's hard to bounce back from those things you know what i mean as you right. get older so little tweaks here and there you know could definitely derail everything and it, and it kind of derailed us last year to having probably a really good season and possibly making that that eight spot so you know those are the things that you have to avoid on top of so many other things mm-hmm. and right now with the personnel with only as far as I know, two coaches <laughs> hired and stuff. <laughs> yeah, co-coaches. It, yeah, it's oh, hard. To, it's hard oh. to say. It's really hard to say that they're going to win one in in the three years that LeBron's there. But one player can change everything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, a, a decent a decent draft can change everything. So, I I all I can say is I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped about Vogel. I I did not want Tyrone Lue. No, I didn't um, want to. I I wanted fresh blood. I yes. wanted. Not like a retread, yes. Yeah, I I wanted somebody not part of the organization with a good basketball mind, and I think they got that. Um, Just hopefully everything else falls into place, and and we we do get that title. You know, I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot to go through in the West, so we definitely uh, things need to come together quick and fast. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Well, Peter, Paul, once again, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll make sure that check gets to you. 
And <laughs> the town car didn't get to you in time this time. I don't know what happened. <laughs> We're trying to get this to work. I mean, you know, there's a budget now. We have a budget. And I'm trying to get that town car down to San Diego and get you back up here. But, you know, we'll, we'll make it work somehow, somewhere. We will. Okay? All we right? Will. We will make it work. I, I'll say that much. All right. So, my man Peter, we broke down everything. Nobody knew we were going to talk about half the stuff. We didn't know we were going to talk about half the stuff we talked about. But I got to say, this do. is always fun when he's on the show. Next episode, I don't even know what the hell we're going to talk about next. But I promise you it's going to be entertaining. Shout out to my man P-Dub. Shout out to... Thank you. Always. Shout out to the One Hit Wonders. Shout out to Game of Thrones. Thank you for giving us material. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Yeah, I'm so happy it ended the way it did. Until next show, I got to say this. Paul, you want to end the show for me? Hey, all I want to say is just thank you for everybody for listening. Keep supporting my boy. Uh, and hopefully uh, we'll get this thing going national because I think uh, we're the hottest shit out right now. Word. That's how I feel. I can't even top that. So I'm going to say, deuces. Peace. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.